Welcome to Econ on the Go. In today's session, we're going to talk about what is microeconomics. Microeconomics is the study of individual consumers and individual firms. And while it can be used for things like policy decisions or other areas in which the real world is affected by the economy, in the business context, we really want to understand microeconomics because it's the foundation for everything that happens in business decision making. Microeconomics is what helps a marketer or an operations manager or the human resources head or someone in the finance department or the CEO think about how to make the best decisions for themselves. And if we understand microeconomics and we understand how microeconomics helps us inform those decisions, we can make better decisions as business leaders. Microeconomics is the study of optimization and equilibrium. Optimization means everyone is trying to do the best for themselves as possible. So all the individual firms and all the individual consumers are trying to make the best choices for themselves to do the best for themselves, either consume the most or produce the most or have the most output, the most profits, the most efficiency. And equilibrium is what we see in the market when all those different individuals are trying to optimize. So when consumers are optimizing and when firms are optimizing, when we see them all optimizing at the same time, what we observe as the collective outcome is the equilibrium in the market. And we want to understand how are individuals optimizing, and then given those optimization choices, what happens in the market? What's the equilibrium? And ultimately, how does that change our choices as individual consumers or firms to re-optimize? Inherently, microeconomics deals with scarcity. Scarcity means we don't have enough of something that we want. If we had as much of whatever we wanted, whether it was output or inputs or happiness, then we wouldn't have challenges in terms of deciding what to do. We could have whatever we wanted. But because we know that's not how the world works, we have to think about how to make trade-offs. We have scarcity. We can't have everything we want. And so how do we choose which combination of things that we want is going to give us the most happiness or the most benefit? And that's really where microeconomics optimization comes in. Given the fact we can't have it all, how do we choose the best thing for us? And given everyone's choosing the best things for them, what's the equilibrium we see in the market? Now, the models that we are going to look at are very powerful. And even though they're simple, they're not simplistic. And it's because they are not simplistic that we're able to make all these really interesting predictions with a very simple model that we're going to talk about in a little bit later. The markets are the places where we're going to explore this optimization and equilibrium. And we'll see essentially that the main model that we're going to look at, the supply and demand model, is going to be one based on a market. Uh, how is the market going to play out given the optimization choices of consumers and firms? The markets can be lots of different things, and we'll talk a little bit about what a particular market is, but it could be something like a farmer's market. You can think about lots of consumers coming together and choosing what the right combination of fruits and breads and meats they want to buy and lots of farmers and other artisans coming to sell the products and that they want to sell. And if we think about this farmer's market, we can think about what is optimization and equilibrium going to be at the farmer's market. Well, optimization is all the farmers and all the individuals choosing what they're going to do, how much they're going to sell, at what price they're going to sell, what they want to buy as consumers. And the equilibrium is what is sold and what's not sold at the farmer's market on that day. So if we think about any market, and we'll talk about lots of other markets in, in the weeks to come, but the market is where we have this intersection of consumers and firms making the best choices for themselves. 
Now, the basic decision-making framework that we're going to use is one where every individual, consumer and firm, is trying to maximize the net benefit of any choice. And what we mean by the net benefit is that the all the benefits that they get from doing something minus the cost of doing that or the effort that has to go into that. So think about our farmer's market again. If I want to maximize my net benefit as a consumer, I want to think of all the happiness I get from the choices I make, plus the caloric and the nutritional value of the choices I make. And potentially, I want to minimize the amount of money that I spend to get that happiness. And so the net benefit is the caloric and nutritional and happiness minus how much money I have to spend. And for the farmer, it could be maximizing the profit, which is how much money they generate less the costs that they have to pay. So the revenue they earn from selling all their products minus the cost to produce those products, and they want to maximize that amount. And this decision-making framework of maximizing the net benefit is going to be, again, very simple, but very powerful because it drives a lot of choices that we make as economic agents. The key insight we see is that when we are maximizing this net benefit, it's when the marginal benefit of doing a little bit more is exactly equal to the marginal cost of doing a little bit more. There's a lot of calculus behind why that's true, and we can think of it from a mathematical point of view. But if we think about it from just an intuition point of view, it makes sense because if I do a little bit more of an activity, that's going to give me some incremental or marginal benefit of doing it. And to do a little bit more of that activity, there's also going to be an incremental or marginal cost. Well, if the incremental benefit is greater than the incremental cost, then my total net benefit is greater. So I should do it. But if the incremental or marginal benefit is less than the marginal cost, I shouldn't do it because now I'm losing net benefit. And when the marginal benefit is exactly equal to the marginal cost of doing just a little bit more, then there's no change in my net benefit, so I must be at my maximum. That's going to be a driving force behind a lot of what we see in economics, which the marginal benefit equals the marginal cost. And it's going to inform a lot of choices by consumers and by firms. So that's microeconomics and why it matters for business leaders. Come back next time when we talk a little bit more about demand. <laughs>